Once upon a time, my wife and I lived in Old Town Alexandria, one of the most historic and desirable suburbs of our nation's capital. Old Town is like a wildlife preserve for yuppies. There are cobblestone streets and high-end kitchen and bath stores and designer dress boutiques and hipster eateries and coffee shops. Lots and lots of coffee shops. On Royal Street in Old Town, there's a place called Grape and Bean which sells wine and coffee. They have a clover machine which uses a brew process so scientifically advanced that a cup of coffee, not a latte or cappuccino, just normal coffee, costs $4 a cup. A few blocks away is a shop called Misha's. They brew coffee the old-fashioned way, but they also roast their own beans on premises. Above Misha's, in the same early 19th century white brick building, is a yoga studio. In 2008, a new shopping hub opened just down the street from our lovely little riverfront condo in Old Town. Naturally, the development was anchored by a coffee shop. It was also home to an upscale gastropub, a smoothie cafe, a salon, a Russian gourmet market, a dry cleaner, and a children's clothing store. After 18 months of sluggish sales, the children's boutique, preciously named Tuto Bambini, went out of business. It was replaced by a doggy spa, which would be unremarkable, except that the turnover left Old Town with six luxury pet stores and only two shops dedicated to clothing children. The pet market has been steadily increasing in America since the 1980s, with people not only acquiring more furry little dependents, but spending more on them too. In 1994, Americans spent $17 billion on pets. By 2008, that number had risen to $43 billion. By 2010, even in the face of a massive recession, it had climbed over $48 billion. The evidence suggests that pets are increasingly treated like actual family members. In 1998, the average dog-owning American household spent $383 on medical care for their dogs. By 2006, that figure had risen to $672. Expenditures on doggy grooming aids more than doubled from $59 to $127. In surveys from 1947 to 1985, fewer than half of Americans reported that they owned a pet. Today, American pets now outnumber American children by more than four to one. Those numbers, of course, don't reveal the full scope of America's pet mania. Auto insurance companies now offer policies for pets traveling in cars. Wealthy dog owners have successfully lobbied for changes in estate law, allowing pets to legally receive inheritances and trust funds. A bill put forward in Congress recently called for a $3,500 tax break for pet care expenses, which is more than families get for a child. The HAPPY Act, humanity and pets partnered through the years, happily failed to reach a vote on the floor of the House. At the micro level, the pet boom is even more unsettling. When people in Old Town go on holiday, they might drop their pooch off at a local kennel called Dogtown, where each precious pup stays in a private miniature house complete with beds, a covered deck, framed pictures on the wall, and air conditioning. Or perhaps they might choose the nearby Happy Tracks, where dogs are given report cards at the end of their boarding, telling dog parents how well little Mr. Darcy ate, slept, and played with others. This obsession with pets is not unique to America. In Japan, for instance, it is common to see canines paraded around in strollers by childless adult women. The dog mommy has become a common Japanese stereotype, with dogs now outnumbering children under the age of 10. Italy is also experiencing a pet boom, with ownership and expenditures, mostly on dogs, increasing by more than 70% since 1994.
there is a common thread. In all three countries, educated, middle-class people have all but stopped having babies. Pets have become fuzzy, low-maintenance replacements for children. In order for a country to maintain a steady population, it needs a fertility rate of 2.1. Remember this as the golden number. If the rate is higher, the country's population grows. Lower, and it shrinks. Which means that the Japanese and Italians, with fertility rates of about 1.4, are on the verge of downsizing their countries. Their cities are dwindling. Some small towns are on the cusp of simply closing. With only children the rule, the average person in Japan and Italy will soon have no brothers, sisters, aunts, or uncles. But they'll have plenty of places to pamper their dogs. As for the American fertility rate, we'll talk about that in a second.